Welcome to the Weights and Wine Podcast. This is a podcast for all the girlies who love to lift super heavy weights, eat their body weight and protein, get their steps in, and also eat mozzarella sticks, fried calamari, and take some tequila shots over the weekend. If this sounds like you and you are a fit girlie who loves balance, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nedaveda. Let's get into this episode. I am fully aware that this is a health and fitness podcast with a comedic twist to make health and fitness easier and more relatable for the everyday person. But I think we need to talk about the Vanderpump Rules reunion because this, I just finished watching it and it was fucking mind blowing. And shout out to Peacock for having an uncensored version because that was the best 60 minutes of television I have ever watched in my entire life. I'm talking from when I was two watching Sesame Street and Barney all the way up to now, 28 years old, who binge, someone who binge watches all of the Housewives and Bravo shows. Nothing compares to that 60 minutes. It was insane. And it's so crazy how everyone is talking about Vanderbump rules. Like it's literally on fucking CNN and like, other news channels. It's insane. Me and Gil were driving around the other day and I didn't know that Ariana was on Call Her Daddy. So I put that episode on and he's the type of person who literally makes fun of me for watching all these reality TV shows. But when I put it on or when I listen to it, he's like, oh, like what happened? Who is that? Why, why is she mad at him? What did he do? Oh, he's a fucking loser. Like, oh, whatever. And I'm like, oh, so you're invested. Like, it's so funny. I feel like, and my best friend, like we love summer house and she got her husband into watching it too. And I'm like, this is, I feel like men will shit on us and make fun of us, but they low key love our reality TV shows, especially the Bravo, the housewives, the Vanderpumps. Like it's insane, especially because Vanderpump rules has now become such a phenomenon. But Anyway, I just had to get that off my chest. It was the best 60 minutes of television. I can't wait for next week. Speaking of which, I am recording this. We're still in May. So I think I'm like two weeks out from this episode coming out. And this is the last episode you guys will hear until I'm back from Europe, which is crazy. And it's just crazier because I freaking love Europe. Like I genuinely... I get like so not emotional talking about it, but I just, there is nothing quite like it. And this could totally just be me being not even a tourist, just whatever. But I don't know. I just love being in another environment. I do love America. Like, let's get that straight. I freaking love New York. I love Long Island. I love where I live. But there's something about being in another country and another continent that's just so humbling and regrounding. And just looking at everything and eating the new foods and seeing new places. It's just, I just fucking love traveling. And I think I've mentioned this before. I am not a beach goer traveler. Like I'm good. Like I don't need to go to the Bahamas and I don't need to go to Florida just to sit on the beach. Like I'm fine with that. I love traveling for experience and to actually do things. So I'm super excited. I cannot wait to go. And then I'm going to talk about probably the differences in health and fitness 
in Europe versus America. I do not plan on working out on vacation. That is a no-no for me. I genuinely enjoy living and experiencing it. But obviously when you're in another country, I feel like you walk around a lot more, you get more steps in, your food quality is completely different for better or for worse, depending on where you're going. And yeah, I'm just excited to talk about all the differences there because you could go onto any travel blogger and see the differences between life here versus there. But I think talking about health and fitness and how people live their lives elsewhere versus here is interesting as well. Even things like gyms, you know, like you're not walking around Paris and seeing five different Planet Fitnesses pop up around every corner. So I like to look at those and I like to, like, I'm very interested in how they kind of form themselves that way. But let's move on into this episode. This episode I'm really excited for, and I know I say this every week, but I have found a new love for fitness classes. I was so against fitness classes for the longest time. And it's only when I started my new, well, I guess it's not new anymore, but when I started my current job now that I was, I got my feet wet with the fitness class game and now I freaking love it. And I'm just excited to talk about some core ones that I've been to for a while that I've tried my thoughts on them and give you all my opinions and my biased thoughts because they're obviously very biased to what I as a bodybuilder type workout gal do. So let's get into this episode. Let's talk about all the different, all of the fitness classes that I've tried and my favorites and what I like and didn't like about them. No brainer. The first fitness class I am going to put down is Orange Theory. You guys know I love Orange Theory. I'm going to talk about more about why I love it, mainly because I know there's huge controversy around it. So the formal definition of Orange Theory, for those who are unfamiliar, is it is a one-hour full-body workout focused on training endurance, strength, and or power using heart rate-based interval training, which burns more calories post-workout than a traditional exercise. It is broken down into two or three parts, the treadmill, the weight floor, and or the rower. Now, (laughs) I've been pretty open and honest about why I joined. It was only because I felt like Orange Theory was the only place that would push me and force me to do cardio. I knew it's like 30 minutes of just cardio. So I was like, all right, great. I can still get like somewhat of a lift in and then run or walk or whatever for 30 minutes and to get more steps in, to get more cardio in because I am a bodybuilding girly at heart. I love heavy weights. I love Super heavy weights, low rep counts, lower sets, and moving on, supersets, isolations, all that. I suck at cardio. I don't do cardio. I go on hawker walks, but sometimes I just want to run a little bit. So I joined Orange Theory. Now, there are so many fitness professionals that hate Orange Theory, and I am not one of them. I genuinely like it. Do I think it helps you build muscle? No. I think the 30 minutes in the way for it, they are very fast paced. They're more circuit style. It's just go, go, go. You don't really get that time under tension. You don't really get that significant rest in between sets to really go your max. I think the maximum pounds for dumbbells they have are 65s, which yes, it's a big number, but also when you're more advanced into lifting, 65 pounds on a dumbbell seems like nothing. And I'm talking about the bodybuilding bros out there because I could do 65 pounds and I'm 
it's fine for me. That being said, <laughs> I don't, I don't hate, I really don't hate it. I genuinely like it. And their workouts aren't bad. Let's get that straight. It's not a bad workout. It's, I think it's great, but with not just them, but a lot of fitness classes that have weights, especially a lot of them don't prioritize your form. And I know they say they do. I know they do. They say they do. But when you have 20, 40, sometimes 50 people in a class, you can't get that one-to-one individualized attention for every single rep, every single set. So that's where the criticism comes in and whatnot. But I love Orange Theory. I personally do it in addition to my strain training because for me, the weight floor is really more of like a conditioning type of thing. It really isn't anything crazy for me compared to my workouts. Again, don't compare your journey to mine though. I've been lifting heavy for five plus years now. I am a lot more advanced in the fitness scheme as opposed to a newbie. So don't look at what I do and don't do what I do, please. But I just think if you're someone who has been lifting for a while and you want a little bit of a change and you're hitting a plateau, I think Orange Theory is a great way to go. And y'all know I freaking love it. Similarly, going into Barry's boot camp, I'll talk about the definition of that. The definition of Barry's is this was from their website. <laughs> the original strength and cardio interval fitness experience that provides a dynamic, high intensity workout that's effective and fun. There's different options. You can do double floor, which is double weights for the hour or 40 minutes. You can do the weight room and treadmill cardio, similar to Orange Theory. I think. Berries is interesting because their setup is at Orange Theory. You have like the TVs that show you the moves, so you know what they are. At Berries, they don't have that. They just have like the darker red room. I think they call it. It's similar. It's great. It's a higher intensity workout with weights. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think the only main difference is that Orange Theory has the rower, and Orange Theory you have the um, heart rate monitor. And you can see how many calories you burn. And you, if you get to the orange zone or whatnot, it's a little bit more scientific. Berries, you know, as everyone does, just you put your watch on workout mode and then you go. And then your Apple Watch tracks everything. But I think just with everything, there's different vibes and it depends on the location. So if you're looking for higher intensity workouts with weights, either are a great option. They both include cardio. And yeah, I personally just have been going to Orange Theory more. So I'm more of an Orange Theory girly. I do like berries though. It's not terrible. I just prefer Orange Theory mainly because I, I don't know. I just like the treadmill better too. I've been just used to it more because I've been doing it for longer, but moving on into similar classes with weights, we have CrossFit. I'm talking CrossFit in general, and I will tell you the definition of CrossFit. It's a branded fitness regimen that involves constantly varied functional movements performed at high intensity. I'm not a fan of CrossFit. I see a lot of the moves they do, and I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, that looks like an injury just waiting to happen. And I, there's a physical therapist who works at our gym and I've talked to him multiple times. And he has even said that 
a lot of the injuries come from people who do workouts like that. I just also see a lot of the moves. I'm like, what practicality do you have for that? Like doing a snatch to me is kind of like stupid because where would you ever need to do that in real life? At least a squat. Think about when you're going into a car, you're literally squatting down to go into the car. When you're picking anything up from the ground, you are literally squatting down to pick it up. When you're doing bent over rows, you're practicing your push movement. I'm sorry, your pull movements. You pull a door. When you're doing push day, you push a door. You push things in real life. I just feel like a lot of the CrossFit moves are pointless and there's no need for them. I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan. I've also just seen people do it at my gym and it's weird to me. I don't know. I think it's, I just think it's weird. I don't know. It's not for me, but to each their own. This is again, my completely biased opinion. And similarly in the weights section category, we have boot camp and circuit style workouts. Now there is different definitions of this. The one we're going to go with is a type of hit high interval intensity workouts that give you a burst of intensity activity alternated with high with intervals of lighter activity. This can include functional fitness, such as using whole body multi-joint exercises that stimulate movements people do in real life. I don't hate this style. I think I just, I don't know. Like the whole bootcamp thing to me is kind of weird. And also let's call a spade a spade. Hit is such an overrated term because the true definition of hit high interval intensity training is that you are doing something at such a fucking high level that you physically need to rest for like two minutes straight. A lot of the workouts you see people do like at classes, you're not fucking going that intense. You're not sorry to break it to you, but you are not going that intense. I'm talking like you literally just push a fucking 500 pound car for a few, for a block. And now you need to rest for a few minutes. I mean, that was such a bad example, but that's the type of intensity I'm talking about. It's not fucking doing 20 jumping jacks and then followed by 20 pushups and 20 crunches and then calling it a fucking day. That's not hit. That's yeah, you're getting your heart rate up, but it's not what true hit is. True hit is really going so fucking hard that you physically need that rest. And again, that's not what these classes do. So keep that in mind. The term hit is so loosely used in the whole fitness field. It's not a true hit workout. Even when your Apple watch says hit, it's like, no, it's fucking not hit. You're not doing hit. Trust me. You are not doing hit. And also the best part is you can't do hit for more than like five or 10 minutes, because if you're going to that point of fatigue, you are physically done. Like your body physically cannot go anymore. That is what true hit is. I have obviously a lot of people on the activity sharing on Apple Watch. And when I see them do hit for 45 minutes, I'm like, you fucking didn't do hit. You did a workout that maybe got your heart rate going. You got a little sweat on, you felt all hot and you whatever had a good workout, but it doesn't mean you did hit. And that's my gripe on that. But back to bootcamp circuit style workouts. I like circuit style. I think it's great. Again, I'm more of an advanced lifter. 
So for me, circus style is great as like maybe a secondary workout or uh, active rest day workout. I actually did a circuit this morning because I forgot my headphones and I just was not really in the mood to work out with a really crazy workout. So I just did a few circuits and that was fine. I don't think it's great for muscle building. I think it's great to maintain. I think it's great to get a little sweat on for maybe some hypertrophy, but if you're looking to build muscle, I don't recommend it. Similarly, F45, I just thought of it because it's not on my list, but again, their workouts are a lot similar. It's actually, I can't say that. I completely lied. Their workouts are bizarre. And I say that because they're all different. Um, what's the word? Like themes. And they have you do a higher intensity w- movement, like whether it's a burpee with a weight, jump squats, box jumps, the bike, whatever it is at a station, then you rotate for the 45, 60 minutes of class. I don't love it only because a lot of the moves they have you do are so weird. Like they're flat out weird. There is a TikTok that I saw where it's like an F45 instructor, like teaching you. And it's like a push up into a crossover kick into a backwards lunge into a jumping squat. I don't fucking know, but <laughs> that's what their workouts are. It's very, it's just weird. Um, have I done them? Yes. Do I enjoy them? Again, I like them for like a secondary or an active rest day workout. It's very cardio based to me. I know they say this it's weight based, but I don't know to me, because again, I have bodybuilding experience. I do a lot of heavy weight for lower reps. To me, that type of class is just more like conditioning. So that's just coming from a bodybuilding workout. I'm sorry, from a bodybuilding background. And that's the weight training type of fitness class that I have experience with. Now we're moving on into more lower intensity, I guess. Let's start with Pilates. I'll be honest, I don't quite know the difference between Pilates and bar just yet, but I will say that Pilates, via the definition, via Google, is a type of mind-body exercise developed in the early 20th century by German physical trainer Joseph Pilates, named his method Controlology. 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 C-O-N-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y. I don't know why I can't say that. It's a type of exercise that focuses on improving flexibility, strength, and body awareness through controlled movements. I believe the only, wait, I literally have bar on here. Oh my God. Ignore what I just said. Um, I love Pilates. I started doing Pilates a lot more recently within the last year because when I was weightlifting, I felt like a lot of my moves were limited by my range of motion. And I'll be honest, I wasn't doing proper stretches and warmups back then. So I started incorporating Pilates and that's when it became kind of a trend on TikTok to do about a year ago. And I downloaded an app to help me do it because I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. And I really liked it. Like similar to bar, they use a lot of 
Oh wait, no, this isn't bar. This is Pilates. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I found that it really helped me improve my flexibility, my mobility. I felt when I did it by itself, it was a great rest day workout for me. What I started doing then was pulling a lot of those moves that I did in Pilates and incorporating them into my dynamic warmups before I started lifting. And the combination of those two really helped my growth in the gym when it came to bodybuilding. So I am a huge fan of Pilates. I think it's awesome. I think it's very underrated, similar to bar. And we're going to talk about bar a little bit later. But the thing about Pilates too is all the movements have to do with control. And what I find that a lot of people do is they love to rush through their workouts. They love If they see like three sets of 12, they love to rush those 12 where it's like, you're actually doing the complete opposite. If you're rushing your sets and your reps, you're not helping your body. You're not. You need to go slow and you need to really make that mind to muscle connection and you need to feel the muscle working. You're not just rowing super, super fast just to get your 12 or eight or five or whatever rep rows in. You need to take the time and slowly and controllably lift that weight to your belly button, elbows back, and then slowly bring it back down. That's how you perform a movement. So I think incorporating Pilates, which again, focuses all about the controlled movement, and it just makes you so much more aware of your body. I think if you are someone who lifts weights and you're more of a bodybuilder type of workout person like I am, those two really, the combo of those two will help a lot, especially in your mobility to help you really get full range in any workout that you do. So I'm a huge fan of Pilates. Now, speaking of Pilates, I'm going to go into solid core. Solid core by definition is a 50 minute high intensity, low impact, full body workout on a Pilates inspired reformer. So I kind of think of solid core as like Pilates on crack because (laughs) they have you on the moving reformer and I've never been to a Pilates specific studio that had reformers that moved. Solid core was the only place I went where the reformer moved. So I'm not sure if that's like something new or something I just didn't have experience with, but I digress. I genuinely really like solid core as again, maybe like a warm up to my workout or a rest day workout. For me, it's a lot of core, which obviously it's called solid core and they're using the Pilates style movements, but having the bodybuilder background, it doesn't do much for me. I love it. It definitely burns. And it's probably the only workout where I actually feel my core because in solid core specifically, you have no choice but to feel your core. Your core is doing so much work. And I'm guilty of this too. I could sit here and tell you that, oh yeah, I do dead bugs and I do, I hold my plank and whatever. And I feel my core and I always engage my core. And yes, I do. But there's a difference between doing that every single day versus having a little bit of a challenge and maybe having something to kind of spark that in me of really engaging and working my core. So solid core to me is just that. And it burns like a motherfucker. So it's humbling for my personal core. If you're someone who has great core strength, I mean, I don't know, I can't relate to you, but... You can always get something out of every workout class. I like it a lot. What I really like too is when you're on the reformer, you 
need to really engage and brace your core. So if you're someone who's looking to strengthen your core, I think it's a great workout. I also like they incorporate a lot of the smaller movements, just like Pilates does, except now it's kind of elevated because you're on that platform and you're using springs and you're moving things and it's a great time. So that's my thought on solid core. And now going back into what I originally got confused on in this section, pure bar or bar classes in general. But pure bar, I know it's more of a franchise. So a bar is, is a full body workout that transforms you physically and mentally. Again, this is just taken from their website. I didn't write this. It's a fitness concept based on dance, Pilates, yoga, and low impact rehabilitation exercises. I will say that when I went to Pure Bar for the first time, I was humbled beyond belief. Like, beyond. I The moves they have you do, like, I don't even know where to start. It, there's no word. It's just so humbling. And, like, I was looking around, and there's women in their mid-40s and 50s banging and flying through these workouts, and I'm over here, like, dripping in sweat and dying. And I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? This is insane. They have like, what? Oh my God. I, 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 ha, ugh, I don't even know where, I don't even know where to start. I'm just like losing my train of thought right now. I love bar a lot. And it's the challenge of it that I really love. The movements are so freaking tiny and they burn parts of your body. You didn't even know you had. When I, I did like a standing clamshell with the bar, like leaning over the bar. And when I tell you that after maybe like two pulses, my glutes were on fire and I had to stop. Meanwhile, Sally Sue, who's in her seventies is next to me, pulsing and pulsing and pulsing like there's no tomorrow. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It was insane. But again, so humbling, such a solid workout to help target those tiny muscles. And again, it's really great for a rest day or just to get a little bit more of a challenge into your workout. If you're someone who's plateauing or if you're someone who has been lifting for years, like I have, and you just need a change. I freaking love it. And I am going to go back to doing it a lot more frequently. I kind of took some time off. I just love it. I use it as a rest day. I use it as I incorporate a lot of those movements as part of my dynamic warm up, or I'll use it as a finisher. I do a lot of those moves with my clients for personal training and they freaking love it. And I freaking love it because I don't know. I just, it's so, so good. So I'm a huge fan of bar, huge advocate. And, oh, I guess we could touch upon yoga as well while, while we're in this whole low impact section. The definition of yoga is a group of mental, physical, and spiritual practices or disciplines which originated in ancient India and aimed to control and still the mind, recognizing a detached witness consciousness untouched by the mind and mundane suffering. So, (laughs) I like yoga. I do. It's just not for me mainly because my brain goes 50 miles an hour and I have such a hard time controlling it and telling it to shut the fuck up. 
it's so hard for me to do that. So when I'm in a yoga class and they're all moving so slowly and there is the calmness of the music playing and the incense are lit and it smells great and everything's just a vibe. I can't shut my brain off. It's so, so hard for me. And I just want to move and I want to get to the next move. Like, I don't want to sit here for 20 minutes holding a tree pose. Like, I want to keep going. So it's difficult for me. Do I like it? Yes. I like doing it on my own. You guys know by now I have the Lululemon Studio app and I do a lot of workouts from there with bar and Pilates. I do a lot of yoga from there as well because I can kind of just go at my own pace and I like it. I looked actually, I think it was yesterday, and I saw that there are like higher, there's like faster paced yoga classes, which I will look into because I think incorporating yoga into lifting as well, especially if you're someone like me, again, who loves to lift heavy and you're more of a bodybuilder or you just lift heavy weights, yoga is great. And I do a lot of yoga poses at the end of my workout. So I do a lot of child's pose, thread the needle, cobra, sphinx, pigeon, downward dog. I freaking love it. Cat cow. Like it's so, so good in addition to strength training. So yeah, that's my thoughts on yoga. Um, I'm a fan. I love it. A great. Uh, well, <laughs> I love it a lot for a cool down. And that's that on yoga. I am. Oh my God. I'm almost out of time. Okay. The last one I have, I'll just combine it right now is soul cycle. Soul cycle is a fitness company owned by Equinox group, which offers indoor cycling and spinning workout classes. It unites movement with music for a cardio forward cycling workout. That's toning, sweat dripping and endurance building. I took two soul cycle classes in my life and I like them. I think I just like the instructor though. They were intense. And I will say that the hardest part of it was literally getting in and out of the bike because of the shoes. Do I love it enough to join again? No. Do I think it's a great workout? Kind of. Like if you like biking, it's great. If you don't, like I don't love cycling, I don't love biking, then you're not going to like it. And that's what it is. So I mean, to each their own. If you're someone who's into that, that's great. If you're not, then that's great too. There's so many other workout classes you can take. I am personally just not a fan, but again, my personal opinion, I'm also not a biker. And I find that a lot of the moves they do, it's, I don't know. When you're in the class, especially as a beginner, like everyone's in sync and it's like, I felt like such an odd ball out because I had no idea what anyone was doing, but that's fine. The coach was awesome and I went with my friends and we had a great time, but I definitely don't think I will be back anytime soon. That is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a good laugh and a chuckle out of it. And I hope you learned a thing or two about fitness classes and hopefully you sign up and join one because it may change your life. You never know. If you found this episode helpful or if you just had a great laugh today, which I hope you did, please give it a reading and leave a comment. Don't forget to subscribe. And you can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Netta, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. Thank you so much. And I will catch you next week.